So good morning. Welcome to Things You Might Have Heard, where we bring you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. We're your go-to source for unconventional stories that mainstream media might overlook, and some may spend some time on focus on bigger things. We have some big things as well, but we give you some of the very, very small things that are pretty interesting that are great for conversation. So please stand by. We, as your new side piece, as you will, take good care of you with your new service that might have got missed by the mainstream anchors last night. As you saw in a teaser graphic, we're going to talk about George Santos and all that lies and stuff. But we also have seven other stories to get to you from the past day. And you have basically vetted these as conversational or more or less good stories by you engaging with them in our feeds. We'll explain how you can do that a bit later, but the big thing right now is make sure you get to about the 10 minute mark, we'll get that explanation. What's important is that you want more information about what we do here at The Conversation Project, you just simply go to our website, this is conversationproject.com. That is this is conversationproject.com. What you'll find at that website is uh, details on how we make things work, other projects we have, including this right here, replays of this, where you can find us everywhere. And of course, what's important to keep things going, the sponsorships and the partnerships paid. So let's get into the news stories for today. Let's start off with story number one, which was uh, technically this story is the second most engaging story from the day. The first one was the fact that over 3,000 flights canceled over the last couple of days and th throughout the weekend. The bigger part about this was the fact that Southwest Airlines was a big part of the issue, and it wasn't always about the weather. Southwest canceled 2,866 flights on Monday alone, delayed 48% of flights on Sunday, and you, you know, the Department of Transportation is investigating whether the cancellations were uncontrollable or not, and whether Southwest is complying with the DOT rules. Basically, what they're finding out about all the airlines when things go to a panic is how where they're actually following the, the guidelines, working on things, making sure things are up and up. Apparently, their 90s level computers and their phone tree system for getting information back and forth is not cutting it in the digital age. So many people sign up for Southwest and didn't get where they need to be. Information didn't get where it needed to be to get people other places and get things around and get people the knowledge they need to know to know that their flights were canceled, delayed or what going forward. Southwest was basically the worst of the offenders over the weekend, which had a lot of issues with a lot of things, including weather and just general malaise and people being the crush of coming through for the holidays, especially with the holiday being on the Sunday. Southwest was extremely bad. What we're hearing about this is a lot of people who tried to trust Southwest for this thing right here. Don't believe they can trust Southwest very much longer. Our next story for the morning, which was technically yesterday, is this one. Harvard professor tells Joe Rogan, every phone, this is a quote, every phone, tablet, laptop, and electronic vehicle, unquote, built relies on inhumane Chinese-controlled minds, which is kind of the truth. He's a professor. His name is uh, Siddhar Kara. He told Joe Rogan on his podcast that every lithium battery that powers basically everything is comes from mines in China, China mines in China that are pretty badly controlled. Uh, so we're going to ask Kara if there is such thing as a clean cobalt, something that, you know, uh, mine would uh, a lot less of the pain and suffering that they do in China. And um, basically, he said, no, uh, there are some mines in places like the Democratic Republic of Congo that have some difference where they, you know, can get their money from that. But unfortunately, it's all about marketing and marketing is basically they need to get a lot of people 
digging up cobalt so that people can use it. Cobalt runs the world, things like that. It's just something on that level. So a world of three fourths of the world cobalt comes from Congo, uh, by the way, um, Congo, by the way, where it's child labor and slavery where it's being done, as opposed to uh, in China, where it's not so much slave labor, but just uh, cruel and unusual torture type deals going on there. So something about the cobalt in our lives is an issue over at well. And this professor says pretty much there's no place to get it that you can say it's a good place. It's basically bad labor, all cases and bad conditions, all cases. Denver Broncos fire Nathaniel Hackett after 4-11 start. Hackett's dismissal puts an abrupt end to the shortest tenure of any non-interim head coach in the franchise history. Broncos' new ownership group has begun a search for a new head coach. Now, the biggest deal that happened this year was uh, the big old truck driven in by um, um, the former quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks who decided to uh, put on a show and so far, shown very little in a way of playing very well. Russell Wilson has had one of his worst years ever, which is um, amazing because he started off such a hot fire as a rookie. And now, now that he is a veteran and should be taking this team and turning it around, he's basically throwing it into the ground, literally and figuratively, as his passes aren't connecting with very much anybody this season. Iran protests, no going back as unrest hits 100 days. The protests in Iran, as I just stated, 100 days. More than 500 protesters have been killed during the longest-running anti-government protests since the 1979's Islamic Revolution. Some Iranian celebrities have been irrevocably stepped, have taken irrevocable steps to support the protests, uh, leading to their arrests and, of course, their exile as well. Uh, so people are standing up for this. And we as Americans, particularly, and maybe wherever you are, if you're not here in the United States, have been all about some Iranian protest until we're not. 100 days is a lot of time. And as you can tell by watching the Ukrainian war, because it's a war, going on about a year's time right now, there's a bit of fatigue for how much rah-rah we can give. And as you can see, as the support goes, especially on the government level, you know, money is money. And when you give so much money to people, eventually you got to wonder why those pennies are going there and not to us, U.S., even though those pennies don't necessarily go where they need to go here in the U.S. either. That's a whole nother complaint on another day. What we do have is the protests continue. The unrest is going on and a lot of things happening in Iran. Will there be an overthrow of the government from the um, hardline and cleric style government? Probably not. However, will there be some sort of reforms coming through? At some point, you've got to come to some conclusion that you have to just stop the madness from both sides and come to some conclusion and just live on. The living on part, how it looks from there, is what we're waiting to see. Celebrity celeb back bail org shuts down after suspect bails out and shoots Vegas man. The bail project was supposed to uh, help people who need bail. It's backed by a lot of big celebrities and it helped one man who uh, got out of bail and then shot a guy uh, right after released. The bail project post, posted about $3,000 bond for Rashawn Gaston Anderson, who had been arrested on burglary charges and had a long rap sheet. Six days after being released on that $3,000 bond, Gatson Anderson shot a Las Vegas man, uh, Shigen Wang, seven times. The Bales project works when it doesn't. Let's go to something that's a bit more lighter, not quite happy, but lighter. Don Christopher, who turned lowly garlic into a staple, 
dies at 88. Did you know that garlic was basically known as a as a um, trash rose? Uh, it let it was just not worth much of anything. Nobody cooked with it. Yes, you know there was Italians and yada yada yada, but garlic was not the beloved ingredient that it is now. We not have Bobby Flay, you know, talking up right now. If it for a guy like Don Christopher, he's a California farmer who turned the human, human humble bulb of garlic into a staple in millions of American homes. Dying a few weeks ago, December the 12th, garlic was considered an exotic ingredient in the 20th century, found occasionally in Italian restaurants and vampire hunting kits, because garlic, but rarely in various home kitchens. In the 1970s, and as Asian and Latin American immigrants began to alter American demographics, the health-conscious eaters turned to garlic as an efficient, flavorful substitute. Mr. Christopher founded the Fresh Garlic Producers Association and the Gilroy Garlic Festival. You may know the Gilroy Garlic Festival, which has been um, a, a staple for years, uh, not quite going on lately because of COVID-19, but people come miles around, come to California to celebrate and sample bits of garlic. We love garlic. We love garlic a lot in this house. There's plenty of garlic, garlic powder. Garlic goes in basically everything. Uh, our special seasoning, myself and JJ, my daughter, created is um, a lot of it is based on the garlic flavor. Don Christopher is a hero in our house. He has passed away, died at the age of 88. This next story, as teased, rep-elect George Santos admits to lying about resume, says he's not a criminal, not even a smooth one. He's facing scrutiny over claims he made of his employment history and his education history. Of course, he was elected to Congress as Republican. Um, and there's actually other things that popped up as well. Number one, he says he worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Never worked for them at all. Not on the books. Says he worked for them indirectly from his businesses. Okay, whatever. Also says, you know, he went to two different colleges. Never went to college at all. Period. Nothing there. Uh, proud of his Jewish heritage, but no one can find any records of him being Jewish heritage. And, of course, the stories of his grandparents um, escaping the Holocaust. No records of that. Oh, by the way, proud um, homosexual man, proud member of the LBGTQ plus community. Except about two years ago, he was actually married. Yeah, that happened, too. No one knows what to think of this guy. As, as far as we can tell, he's going to take a seat in Congress. He's going to vote for Kevin McCarthy to be speaker and everything else. People will wonder what he's lying about because he's lied about a lot. Arkansas man planted mystery seed delivered from China to grow massive, unstoppable fruit. Did you forget about this one? There was this these seeds that came from China that people basically would open their mailbox and have packages from China with seeds in it and say, where did this come from? I didn't order this. Who's sending me Chinese seeds? In fact, some of the packages way back when had jewelry, you know, listed on them. Like these are jewels and they were actually seeds to the point where people were like, huh, I wonder what these things are. And then the, the State Department said, please don't plant these seeds because we don't know what they are. Being humans, many seeds were planted. This is a story out of Arkansas of a man who planted the seeds and raised them up to be beautiful somethings, an unstoppable fruit that's large. And um, yeah, you can't get rid of it. We're talking about the man. The man planted seeds. Um, they boasted large white fruits and orange flowers. And some of the packages you see, you actually see, were labeled as jewelry as well. Despite ongoing worries about the packages and seeds, officials said they believe that they were part of a brushing scam, essentially coming in and brushing over our land with these bad things. They added that although not directly dangerous, they still prefer that people contact them to properly dispose of them. 
So uh, Arkansas, not the only ones being duped into getting things. People across the nation got these seeds and they had to contact USDA Animal Plant Health Inspection Services to kind of get what's going on in the anti-smuggling hotline to figure out what was happening. No one can really do anything with these fruit because they don't know what they are, but they're pretty much massive. They're invasive, if you will. So if you're not careful with them, uh, they'll. that's another way that China's trying to kill us, I guess. Let's go to the tease for tomorrow. Because if we talk about this today, you can talk about it tomorrow. That totally didn't make much sense. But let's go to the story. Lizzo breaks down in tears after uh, flutist James Galloway, Galway, to read it properly, uh, sends her a personal Christmas greeting. Lizzo um, is getting a lot of heat for some reason for just being a fun-loving person, which who knows why. We know she had the thing where she went through the um, um, Library of Congress and played the flutes there in their uh, in, in in their library. And of course, played James Madison flute live for people to hear the crystal flute and people like, why is Lizzo blowing James Madison flute, which is such a uh, double entendre uh, that I had to throw it in there. Lizzo received a personal note, personal message on Christmas uh, from a uh, renowned flutist and it basically is letter to tears. You want to talk about this one? It's very simple. You see the scroll if you're watching the video. Follow us on our feeds at facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. If you're just listening, go to those websites. Uh, also look for those links at our website, this is the conversation project.com. The feeds on Facebook and Twitter is where we release a news story every 50 minutes or so uh, for you to engage in. We spread them out so we can get a good sort of swath of engagement. Sometimes they post a little later than than, than irrelevant. Sometimes they post earlier, like sometimes a few days or weeks earlier before it's a big time story. But we're looking for your engagement as social media pops up. Your engagement allows me allows me to see what stories are conversational. We'll take um, the, for the next couple of days the top 15 of about 30 stories within the day. And from there, we'll pick eight of the top stories there to go in this project. Will we talk about Lizzo crying over flutes? We shall see. What we will talk about right now is our sponsorships. Stop by our website. This is the conversationproject.com slash sponsors to see more of our sponsors who help keep the thing going on here. Right now, I'm going to talk about today's main sponsor and it is Fundrise. We're coming to a close for 2022. 2023 is five days or so away. And what we're having to talk about now is your future and talking specifically about your money. It, we've got finished with Christmas spending a bunch of money. We've got money to spend on New Year's too as well, but we need to start focusing on saving up, investing, things like that. If you've never gotten into real estate because you don't want to go flip houses, here's a way to get into real estate, simple and easy. It's a fund or various funds that manage various portfolios, people who know what they're doing and people who do great things. Now, Fundrise, I joined it personally before I became affiliate in January and a few weeks later found out the affiliate program, joined it because it looked like things were going well. And how well? In 2022, the only investments I put into that made money, did not lose a single dime, is this one. Now, towards the end of the year, we weren't making that much money. But we didn't lose any significant money with the Fundrise funds that I've invested into. Now, we know that stocks, bonds, mutual funds, all those things can lose money. So keep that in mind. Real estate can lose money. They believe the bubble may burst any day now. But at least last year, the people managing this website and these funds were able to maintain their heads above water 
and get a lot of things done. So check it out at this is the conversation project.com slash fundrise. This is the conversation project.com slash fundrise. This is the conversation project.com slash fundrise and check it out. This is an affiliate link. So we do get a little bit of kickback for bringing you into the door, but you're going to love this as a way to diversify your investments. Yeah, your crypto's dead. Put it someplace else. Try fundrise. This is the conversationproject.com. That is our website. That is the home for the conversation project. That is where you can find details about what we have going on. More sponsors on a sponsors page. How to partner up with us on the partnerships page. Uh, various different projects and various different programs we produce. And how to find us around the world, including on Instagram and TikTok. We're going to start doing more Instagramming because I actually like Instagram. It's just hard to do all the images. TikTok. It's a little weird. It's hard to kind of engage that. TikTok is more more of a, you know, dancing thing. I don't dance. But uh, we're going to do our stuff, try to get information out there and find out what we do with those things. And you want to be a part of the show, uh, check it out. Also, if you're listening on a podcast and want to see us, go to the website and find out ways to watch us. If you're watching us in video and want to just hear me, that as well. And there's a newsletter in between that lets you get the links and just click on them directly and go straight to those things. And watch and listen if you want to. Check all those things out. Find them all at this is a conversationproject.com. Now's the time for the fun to begin. The today things, starting off with birthdays on the day. Not a lot of very exciting birthdays on the 27th. Apparently, all the the the, the shagging that was happening was a very sort of detailed stuff that happened enough time for Christmas and enough time for New Year's, but not quite in the middle. So this week we'll have some sort of lower level birthdays. I'm sorry. I love me some Bill Goldberg, though. 56-year-old today, the actor and wrestler who right now, rumor has it, has one more wrestling match on his contract for WWE, but they may scrap it because budget cuts. Actors and actresses who I don't know who they are. I've seen a picture of Tim Lee Chalmay, Timolette Chalmay, Timothy Chalmay. Can't spell, can't read. 27 years old on him and going back a step, Olivia Cook, who's 29 years old today in something famous and new. I can't tell you. I don't know who these people are. I do know what a fruitcake is. And today is fruitcake day, a day to celebrate fruitcake, whether young or old, although I'm not sure who actually celebrates fruitcake. I actually have not seen a physical fruitcake, I believe, in um, since pandemic started. So somewhere in Walmart, somewhere in Target, somewhere in the back of the coal store, there is a fruitcake or a stack of fruitcakes someplace for people to purchase. Somehow I misplaced that. My mind just focused on that. Not a big fan of fruitcake, but if you fruitcake, fruit it all you want to. Today is your day of celebration. Your Super Bowl of fruitcake. Super Bowl of fruitcake is today. One more thing to talk about. You might not have heard. Check this out. Your brain is a muscle. Exercise it, but also give it plenty of rest. A report found long hours at work increase your risk of heart disease by 40%, making it almost as dangerous as smoking. Also, the extra hours aren't likely to help you get more done. One British survey found workers were only productive for about three hours in an eight-hour workday. We kind of already know that. You're better off taking time to do nothing, allowing your brain to enter a resting state called the default mode network. Didn't know about that. Not sure how that works out. Wonder if they play Hallmark movies during the weekends on the default mode network. But in all seriousness, uh, we do know that being productive and being uh, kind of on task is something that can't be sustained. So resting at various times is what's important. Repetitive action, repetitive motion type things are kind of helpful if that's what you're doing because you just kind of do it over and over and over again. But you still have to step away, take a break, 
reset, even it's just reset tools and reset, you know, things and go from there. In an eight hour workday, we're only productive about three hours. You know, a lot of times you're, you're, you're talking, you're in meetings, you're doing whatever, you're not really producing anything for uh, less than half of the time. So think about that next time you're being pushed to do extra stuff. You know, if you get more stuff done, you stretch time out, but you need to find plenty of time to actually rest it, not just extend time on your workday. That's one of those things that, you know, I need to do more of my own. So we'll see how well I can do in remedying that. But in the meantime, think about that. Rest your mind a little bit. Not too much. Don't just, you know, watch cheesy, you know, soap operas if you can find one. If you can find one, go ahead, because that's work trying to find one there. But in the meantime, um, there's a lot of Netflix, but there's also, you know, closing your eyes and just sitting in quiet. And there's also the end of today's uh, podcast for Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. My name is still Jay Cleveland Payne. I want you to stay hydrated like I just took a sip of my tea. Uh, stay limber and on task for the grand things that you are meant to do today and beyond. If you're feeling not so well, call the suicide uh, National Suicide um, Prevention Hotline, which is now on your cell phone, 988, or text them because they're cool like that 24 7 seven days a week someone is there to um be there for you to talk to you or text with you in english or in spanish check it out if you feel down today if you don't feel down today have a great day and prepare for another 30 hours of stuff we're going to talk about tomorrow not quite 30 hours but eight stories over 30 hours that you will help me pick out because you will tell me the conversation how you do that follow the feeds and just be with us tomorrow thank you so much Let's do this again tomorrow.